guys welcome to the bird brain podcast where the goal is to rise above it all stay elevated and create that infinity and up here you i'm your host isaiah and today is a special episode um i'm getting to chat with one of my new my new peoples uh <laughs> and someone i've i'd been following for a while and then we eventually got connected and i'm excited to share because they're a dope human um miss amber kenny so you guys will hear more about her. She'll she'll give you the rundown. But just someone that's dope and full of um, just love and essence and, and positivity. And I think that's so important, you know, to see in all different shapes and sizes. And she just does it well. And I can't wait for you guys to experience her as well. Um, and if you like what you're listening to, head on over to iTunes, subscribe, comment, review. Uh, leave a rating. It goes a long way. You can support the podcast at patreon.com. Um, the perks are getting updated, guys. I'm excited. There's just some art I've been working on to, um, to yeah, to make it make it better. <laughs> so, yes, thank you for your patience, but also, too, yeah, um, it's good to have you. And if you want to get merch, um, still got a couple of weeks left to get the limited edition uh, t-shirts for the three-year anniversary. So, Get on it, and I think that's it. Get some water, you know, get some water, chill out, and uh, yeah, just get ready for an awesome conversation. It's going to be a good one, and I'm excited to to just chat and have a meeting of the minds with someone as wholesome as, as this woman. So yeah, without further ado, stay tuned. <laughs> to the Bird Brain Podcast. I am very excited for today's episode because I have a very special, talented, brilliant, and amazing guest, uh, my homie Amber, Amber Kenny. Um, we became, we, we got connected through TikTok, and funny enough, I was following Amber for quite some time um, before she found my, my page, and her signature line is, uh, Hey baby, <laughs> I was like, "Come on now!" <laughs> it hits my heart, so um, I'm excited to share her with you guys and just have her share her story with me and the rest of you guys. So, Amber, what's up, lady? Listen, first of all, you talk about my content hitting the heart. <laughs> That's you. <laughs> That's you. And I actually can't remember um, the first video of yours that I came across. Mm-hmm. But I was like, hold on, it's the mindset for me. Wait a minute. <laughs> so yes. Here we are. Here we are. And it's it's awesome. I think um, you know, life is funny because you know, while you're going through your journey, your challenges, a lot of times we're so focused on what we have to do. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a good thing because it's like we're focused on one thing. 
and around us and in our peripheral, there are other things that are just happening and being set in place. You know what I'm saying? Um, and you find people along the way, you find like-minded people, you find your tribe, if you will. And uh, it's good because it comes at a very pivotal time, but also when you're not looking. You know, you're not necessarily expecting this particular person or these particular things to happen and they just, they happen. And yeah. it just leads to something something more. And I think for you, from the content that I've watched of yours, you have a lot of wisdom to share and is not it's, it's in such a way that is very digestible and is not over people's heads yes and it's it's very sincere and is very uh very common and very relaxing so yeah tell us a little bit about your journey like you know how you just came to be and what what was your your uh your through line in terms of like going towards the tiki talk and, um, you know, putting yourself out there in that way. Yeah. And you know what? It's so interesting that you, um, that you talk about the serendipity of it. Mm -hmm. Cause that's sometimes when the best things occur, when you're not looking, yeah. um, when you are not actively on a pursuit of something in particular, mm -hmm. um, you know, things can come along that yeah. actually kind of fit in the links that you were looking for anyway, or that, you know, felt good to you in the first place. Yeah. Um, but in terms of me jumping on TikTok. <laughs> that baby. <laughs> the thing is, Isaiah, I, at first, I was one of those that was like, oh, TikTok. Cause you know, I'm an educator, I'm a former educator now. Um, I may go back to education, we don't know. Anyway, yeah. I was a teacher. <laughs> nice, okay. And so um, I taught middle school and actually uh, one of my lessons, I ended up incorporating TikTok into the lesson. Yeah. And you know, I learned of TikTok through my students. Yes. And it was the time when it was one of those dances. Child, I can't remember these dances. Anyway, it was yeah. one of the dances that was very popular. <laughs> and so I had incorporated it into my lesson somehow. And, yeah. I, you know, that that is when it piqued my interest. Mm -hmm. And actually, I had started creating content for my scripted web series called Officially Adulting. But um, it wasn't until March. Mm -hmm. pandemic it wasn't until <laughs> it wasn't until like march or april okay i had decided um that i was going to take tiktok seriously yeah because i had i had been putting out self-love content i had been putting out you know self-help content mm -hmm. um, I, as early as 2012 when i was making you know advice relationship advice videos for Teenagers, which I was, child, how old was I? 19 at the time. Okay. So yeah. um, I was, I, I can remember as far back as 2012. And then, you know, moving forward into 2016, I had finally molded the idea. I always knew that I wanted to be an actress. I always knew that. Mm -hmm. But also my, my, my desire to have a television show just kind of morphed into I want to have a talk show. And mm -hmm. so, you know, 2016 comes along and I had solidified that idea. And so I began creating this content that felt good to my soul, mm -hmm. that felt 
like, you know, um, it was something bigger than me. Yeah. Yeah. I think, and I think that a lot of the time when you have content creators that just kind of are short-sighted and they don't see beyond their own nose, yeah. you can kind of tell with the type of content that you put out and you mentioned that, um, that my content is very digestible. That is by design. I want people to be able to receive these messages. I want people to feel seen and heard and understood. And my mm-hmm. big thing, as you know, is baby, go where you celebrate it and not where you tolerate it. And sometimes we don't know where we're being celebrated. Right. And so, yeah. And so yeah. that honestly has been the driving force. Uh-huh. Um, understanding that it's beyond me. It's not just for me. It is for anyone who needs these messages of positivity and learning where you are celebrated. I love that. Um, first off, I'm gonna touch on that and then I'm gonna I'm double back to a couple of things that you said, but <laughs> knowing where you're celebrated, I think so important because, and I've talked about this before, sometimes we, we have this, like blinding expectation to be celebrated by the people that we're closest to, the people that are in our face, right? And that doesn't happen. And when that doesn't happen, we immediately think that there's nothing that we have worth celebrating, right? And then you look past your own backyard, like you said, you're using this platform, and this is something you've been doing for a while. And there are people that you haven't even met in proximity and probably will never see in person, but they celebrate you hard yeah. because of how you show up authentically. Yeah. And it's just not, it's, it's not just about you being <clears throat> popular or being seen or doing the latest trend of a dance. It's about you pouring back into others without necessarily receiving anything in return. Mm-hmm. And like I said, knowing where you're celebrated, there are people that are celebrating you just because you make it a point to show up and in some way that takes care of them. Yeah. That's something to celebrate because too often we find people that want the the gratification of what they do versus like actually pouring into what they do. That's such a good point. You know, and it, it it's authenticity and it, it changes. And you know, intentions, I think a person in, a person's intentions show through their work and also consistency. Because everybody to some capacity is consistent, even if they're inconsistent. And that shows your intentions, you know? Um, it shows how you move, it shows what you're about, it shows what you're seeking. So the yeah. fact that you've been doing this since 2012 and you're still going strong and you're only, you know, you're only elevating, that just goes to show it's like your purpose and your intentions are beyond just like, oh, I want to be seen and want to be popular. It's like, yeah. no, I want to change. I want to I want to make sure I'm impacting someone and it makes sense that you're a teacher, um, yeah. you, all, you know, mentioned acting and you wrote. So you wrote a web series. Is is that come on now? And you're author. You you didn't mention that, but I'll mention it. I did, I did. I did it. it. <laughs> That's cool. Talk yeah. to yourself, sis. Come on. Uh, do this. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm an author. Um, I did. I wrote, produced, acted in, <laughs> directed, and um, did some camera work on um, the scripted web series. Um, man, there were there's two seasons available. Okay. Each 
that story is just, it's digging deep. It's pivoting. Yeah. It is putting out your creation. It's putting out your creativity um, sure. because you need to get it out. And you know that there are people who are in need of that type of content. You know that there are people who are in need of those types of stories. Um, I had an all black cast. Um, and so the, the, the major important thing for me with officially adulting is that we didn't continue the same tropes. Yes. Yeah. I want it. I did not want the same tropes for black women or black men. So, um, what, what I did was I was very intentional with the stories that I told. Sure. And it's very interesting now, like how officially adulting, because I was able to do officially adulting, it has now kind of fueled what I'm doing um, mm -hmm. in my personal brand, in yeah. my personal career, my personal life, you know? So um, yeah, I've done a lot of things, Isaiah. <laughs> I really have. But as a creative, isn't that what we do? We got to throw things at the wall until we figure out what sticks and what is actually really authentic to us. Mm -hmm. and do it in the best way that we know how. And yeah. also, my biggest thing along the way has been how can I assist other people? How can I give back? Like how I'm, I'm a person of service. That's just that's how I've always been. I'm a yeah. person of service. So I'm always <laughs> for ways to help and make people yes. smile and make people feel good about themselves. So, right. you know, even with officially adulting, I was able to employ people mm -hmm. um, that wanted to do production, that yep. wanted to act, that yep. wanted to do, you know, music and all those types of things. So even, even um, those things are informing what I'm doing now. So yeah. it all does work together. It does. I mean, and, you know, as an actor, <clears throat> I'm sure you've you've heard this and you've been told this, you know, as actors, we're often told. Um, even if we're not told this, it's kind of it becomes ingrained in our heads that you can only be an actor and that's it. But at the same time, you have to be a candlestick maker. You have to be a baker and all these other things to sustain that way of life but if you have other abilities and skill sets and, and awareness and knowledge and education it's your duty to venture out and do you and be all the things that you're capable of being it gets to a point when you get comfortable obviously and you're living proof of that i think we both are in in the sense of like you get comfortable with just being you and processing and being aware of what feels good and you just yeah. go with it, you know you just go with that because what feels good today may feel a little bit different tomorrow you have something else that you want to do yeah. the most important thing it comes back to consistency what do you keep showing up to do like what do you keep showing up for um and you hone and you perfect and you you do what you got to do but i think it's amazing you know to be a person of color and also create opportunities for yourself and others and not in a way that's um, like you said, the tropes, you know, avoiding the tropes and, and eluding the stereotypes to be this one thing because that's what the media has portrayed for so long. Um, instead, you're like, no, we're, we're going to change it and we're going to make, we're going to make our lives very real. Yeah. 
but we're also going to be seen as people that are very capable, you know. Um, and what I love, again, coming back to the content in terms of uh, the TikTok, mental health, you know, what you're, what you're doing, what you're curating, and what we both tend to do is, is talk a lot about mental health. And in our community, that's not always a conversation. To find a way to um, to incorporate that so fluidly and easily, I think is so important. Like I said, digestible. Because there are people that could talk to you <laughs> till the cows come home about like mental health and all these other things. I hope it don't went over your head. <laughs> <laughs> it's like smoke's coming out of your ears because you're like, like what? <laughs> I'm sorry, huh? All these terms, right? Is terms it of phrases like <laughs> oh, I walked up with this type of person and that type of I'm this type of person, like oh, okay, like all right, uh, I guess. And you put it down, and it's it's. I think it's such a skill to, again, be able to relate to people and connect to people without necessarily knowing them. And it takes a special kind of person because I think it involves, it all comes back to intention. When your intentions are to connect with people and help others authentically, it shows and the connection is already there versus you trying to help somebody because it, 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 it's something that you get in return. Does that make sense? Giving with motives is yeah. what I call that. <laughs> Oh, that's good. That's really it's giving with motive. Um, it's it's not really giving if you're doing it for a specific reason. If you are giving with with motive, that means that you are giving with the intention of receiving something in return for mm -hmm. what you've done. Um, yeah. See this a lot in relationships. Yeah. Um, you see this a lot in friendships. Yeah, um, do this at work, um, and I think. I think it's very much rooted in having it's having this identity that it's it's kind of like an eye for an eye, but not yeah. really, right? So it's yeah. like if I do this thing for you, I do expect for you to do something for me, and it's rooted in self. It's not rooted in wanting to help. It's not rooted in wanting to you know do something for someone just because it would make their day. It's yeah. It's a very selfish thing to do. Yeah. You are then hoping that someone is going to turn around and do the exact same thing for you. Even, even if it's giving with the idea of having a certain reaction, that can be selfish as well. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, you want the reaction, of course, but if you don't get the reaction, does that make that person less important to you? Does that make that person, you know, worse off because they didn't react in a certain way? Yeah. And so, you know, I, I like to lovingly turn the lens on us. Like we we can say a whole lot about a whole lot of other people, but really you'll never know. You'll never know what someone is truly thinking. You'll never know what someone is truly feeling. Yeah. Um, so with my content, I, I, I like to lovingly turn a lens back on yourself so that you can, you know, so, so that you can become more aware of how you're showing up in your own life. And the, that giving with motive thing, you yes. get aware of that. So you, you know, you can either not do it 
be aware of it and keep doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Somewhere in between. That's so good. I, it's, it's, you know, it's the whole quid pro quo It's like what I for you should be done for me. And I think, you know, what I've learned to realize is, um, this is why boundaries are so important, right? Because there are some people that, that have that, that, um, that process of, well, you should give without expectations. And sometimes those people are the same ones that know you are willing to give your all and take everything without providing anything in return. Yes. That's when it gets, it gets, it gets dangerous because it's like, oh, well, this is me not giving without expectations, right? No one expects to be taken advantage of. No, no, they don't. Uh, So when it gets to that space and you recognize, okay, this is how, this is a pattern here. Yeah. When you are obligated to take care of yourself and it's like, it's not that you're expecting them to give you the exact same thing or like, okay, I'm keeping tally of all the things I've done for you. But if it becomes a process and a habit where it's like you feel emptier mm-hmm. in this relationship than you feel fulfilled, that mm-hmm. means imbalance. And at that point, it is time for you to do some evaluation because yes, even with your heart, but your heart needs to have boundaries because you are never going to have a person... <laughs> that's taking advantage of you, tell you that you should have better boundaries because that prevents them from getting what they need from you, you know? Yeah, Yeah. and it also depends on the type of people that we allow in our space. Yes. Um, Sometimes we don't recognize soon enough that that's what's going on, right? So we get a year or two down the road in a relationship with someone and, and it's like, wait a minute, you know, all these things that I'm willing to do selflessly in our relationship, you kind of have a warning label attached to what you give nice. or don't give. Yeah. Or, you know, you've got me out here on an island by myself and no one wants to be on an island by themselves, especially in a relationship. So I completely yes. understand what you mean. Yeah. In terms of boundaries, you must have those boundaries. I yeah. mean, I think boundaries, the beautiful thing about boundaries is it it helps you weed out those people. Yes. So, you know, it's like a <laughs> boundary and it's like, you know, no, I can't take you to work this morning because I need to sleep so yeah. that I can go to my yeah. shift at this time and be on time. Like right. that's the boundary. Um, no, you are not allowed to speak to me like that. You do not have the permission to speak to me that way. Um yeah. no, and whatever the boundary may be, like, no, I can't show up and solve your problems today. Um right. you, have those boundaries and that is i think one of the highest forms of self-love when you've identified within yourself like what are my limits and when do i get to the point of where i start feeling resentment yes 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 it's it's and i think sometimes we're so blinded that we don't even recognize that we're becoming resentful you know what i'm saying it's like well i still feel obligated to show up for this person but I'm gritting my teeth now and I'm I'm like dragging my feet and not happy about this anymore. It's like, that's resentment. And how long has this been going on? Like, you know, like you said, knowing your limits and being aware is, is very helpful. Um, just in terms of your relationships, but also your relationship with yourself is like, what are my limits? And for you, it's like, you know, you're a Jackie of all trades. So it's like, 
how do you find ways to um to you know take breaks and and establish boundaries and also rest when you have all these things going on like what's your what's your process when it how do you take care of yourself when you're not taking care of everybody else honey listen As a recovering people pleaser, <laughs> let me just tell you, that has not always been the easiest thing to do because it it resulted in me feeling guilty. Like I feel yes. guilty for resting. I feel mm-hmm. guilty for um, saying no. I feel guilty for not wanting to go. Like even even if it's not, I feel guilty for not going. I feel guilty for not wanting to go. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's like I don't want to be mean. That's that was always my thing. I don't want to be mean. I didn't I don't mean to sound mean when I say this, but at the end of the day, friend, like <laughs> is it mean? Um is is are you more concerned about appearing mean by setting your boundaries to other people than you are concerned about being mean to yourself for not setting those boundaries? Come on. And so that's where that codependency thing starts to come in. And self-reflection is very important for that. Yes. Um, you, you, you must be able to identify these patterns. And it doesn't, the thing that I think people are tripped up on a lot is these labels. And yeah. they, they get very, it's almost like a source of shame when mm-hmm. you find out Oh, I've been people pleasing. I'm a people pleaser. So does that mean I'm a pushover? Like, does that mean that I'm a rug? Like, no, that's not what that means at all. That means that you have some programming, my love, that you can deprogram. Yes. yes. You know what I'm saying? You you have some things that you inherited, right? Because you didn't you didn't choose to be programmed this way. Right. Is this is what you were born into. This is what you experienced growing up. And I think knowing getting to a place where you understand how your your childhood and I'm very I we use the word trauma a lot. There's big T trauma, there's little T trauma. We we use the word trauma a lot, but even even then it's like people don't always register what they went through as trauma. Right. So that's why we say experiences, right? So yeah. you have you have all these experiences in your 27, 28, 29 years of life or so on and so forth. Some people don't realize it until they're in their 50s, 60s, 70s. And so imagine all of the deprogramming yeah. at that point. It's like, oh, I've been a people pleaser for 69 years. And so not having set all these boundaries with all these people and you've got so much resentment built up in your heart and you don't know why. You don't right. know why you're angry. You don't know why you... You know, I don't fool with them people no more. Right. No, I ain't doing that. No, 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 no. And so you you start coming off as ornery, but it's like they're not ornery. They've been used. This is a this is a trauma response, right? So this, right. you know, there are different types of trauma responses. Some people respond in hypervigilance. Some people respond in completing. Hey, look, we gonna be real today. Some people respond in shutting down. Some people respond in going to seek, you know, um, intimacy or whatever from other people. Yes. All of it is a response to experiences that we've had that yeah. um, cultivated who you are. And um, I think I've gotten way off point, but <laughs> no, it's it's. I mean, it it all kind of carries in, right? In terms of like. I think how you take care of yourself, because that was the original question. I asked how you take care of yourself. How do I take care of myself? It's being aware. 
you know? Yes. Yeah. Being very aware of how you haven't taken care of yourself and how you need to take care of yourself. Like, yeah, yeah. You don't want to come off mean because you say no when it's like, one thing I, I, I've kind of reminded myself, and not even to cut you off, one thing I've reminded myself, like, no one who cares about you wants to know that you're hurting by showing up for them, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. uh, most people don't know. That's the thing. Most people don't know. Most people don't know. Like, you know, you feel afraid to say something. Yeah. Speak up and et cetera, because you don't want to rock the boat. Sometimes you got to rock the boat to see who's in your boat. That's a you know? fact. And sometimes you need to rock that boat to see who put a hole in it, too. That part. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. Because yes. listen, that's another part of what I had to learn to take care of myself. I'm like, hold on. Hold whoa. Because every time I talk to you, you is using me as a, as a therapist. Right. Okay. And every time I talk to you, you want me to spend some money, even though I ain't got, you know what I'm saying? Like, and every time I talk to you, so you got to realize, I had to realize who was putting holes in my boat as well. Yeah. And a, a, another way that I take care of myself, Isaiah, mm -hmm. get by yourself, baby. Okay. That solitude, let's go Talk. ahead and incorporate that. Talk about it. As I got older, because when I when I was younger, I thought I was an extrovert. Yeah, right. Uh, I am. <laughs> like, you like being by yourself. And that's the thing. Like, I love being by myself. I, I will, honey, the thing about me, oh, I will spend hours on end recharging by myself, yeah. watching things, putting knowledge in my head, reading, creating plans. Yes. And this is where I get my energy to get on TikTok and show up as my full self. And this is what I talk about on my lives as well. Like, Bless. I don't, my lives on TikTok, TikTok lives. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, love, I, love them. I saw one earlier today and, and one of the things you said, yeah, you were like, look, like if there is one, if I could help one person, you're like, this should be a safe space. And if I could help yeah. one person, that's my intention. And that right there stuck out to me because that it's 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 something to be said about a person that just wants somebody else to be okay and yeah however they can show up to make sure that that person is good whether they'll ever know the intention right there speaks volumes of a person so you know that's why i i did want to have this conversation because i'm like you know it's just something to be said about people who show up for others. Yeah. To just be present and you offer of yourself, <clears throat> you know, obviously living in your purpose, having boundaries and, but still showing up for others and being like, Hey, I'm going to drop this gym right here. Digest that. I'll be back, you know, take care of what you need to take care of. I'm going to go do me, but take this little piece and do what you will with it. And I'm, I'm going to be back. But we Gucci, you know? Let me go get my Pinot Grigio. Right. <laughs> Let me go do me. But it's it's an amazing, it's an amazing thing and an amazing skill. And um, you know, yeah, I'm a big introvert too. And what I've told people is like, as you get older, for a lot of us, and I was having this conversation yesterday about someone she said to me, she's like, wow. You know, these seem like high expectations. I, I can never hope to make your friend list. And I was like, I think you and I have a difference. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, 
I, I, she was like, I think those are very high expectations. And I don't think I, I could ever hope to make your friend list. And I was like, I think we have a different defining factor in terms of what expectations are. I was like, I'm a pretty independent person. So I don't expect much from people, but I do expect consistency. And there's a difference between consistency and frequency, like we were talking about, you know, because a person, if, if you feel so comfortable in a relationship that you could show up and disappear without accountability, that's a, that means that you don't value the relationship to have conversations, to talk about what's going on, to acknowledge the other person's feelings and their space in the relationship. Yeah. You just feel comfortable because you know, well, this person is consistent. They're a reliable source. I can come and get what I need with mm -hmm. me feeling that I have to pour into. And that to me, that's frequency. But also you show your level of consistency because you've shown me that you come when you feel like there's something for you to receive, not necessarily get from the interaction. Right. So, and I think that's what people miss and I'll probably talk about it soon, but yes, I myself, I was like, we have to stop trying to create relationships with people who think that wanting a relationship with them or wanting a friendship with them is having high expectations because what that tells me is that you're you want all the components that come with an obligation but you don't want to be obligated to it and that's cool but we have different standards and different defining factors in terms of what a relationship looks like and that's all good you know i think people use the word expectations to kind of or force other people to feel guilty about wanting to be valued and taken care of in an exchange. It's kind of gaslighting, you know? Kind of? Yeah, right. <laughs> it's, 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 gaslighting. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, and it's funny because it's like, when you know yourself, and like you said, being very independent, very introverted, it's like, I don't, there's not much I'm seeking from the external world. I just need you to be solid. And solid just means that there's a feeling that comes with people that you know value you. Um, energy is yes. A, yes, it's a real thing. Energy is is it's not just some hoity toity. It's a real thing because we're programmed to be very aware of our surroundings. We're animals, so yeah. you can feel when someone means you well and when they don't. That's so true. So consistency versus frequency. Because somebody could be in my face every day, hours on end, and I can still never feel connected but they're constantly in my face, you know, but how they feel is very inconsistent. When you said that on your video the other day, I, I have held on, to, you don't understand. I said that on my live today. I don't know if you caught that, but I, I shouted you out and I quoted you saying that. And we oh. talked about that because that is so true. Yeah. I never put two and two together like that consistency versus frequency in your life because yeah. that i mean yeah and yeah. you gotta watch how people consistently show up for you are they consistently not keeping their word are they consistently lying to you are they yeah. consistently not being accountable are they consistently doing self-sabotaging behaviors that they want you then to enable them for you know and so that is so profound yes. to even to even make that comparison yeah. because it's true. But yeah. then you have those individuals who are, you know, frequently around you. 
<laughs> they ain't frequently around you, and that's it. <laughs> and that's it. That's all. <laughs> that's it. And that's all. That's Look, it. And we're looking for the people who are consistently doing the work on yeah. themselves, who are consistently calling themselves out on patterns that they didn't. And when they come up, it's like, whoa, I'm sorry. That wasn't even about you. That was me. That was me. When when this happened, you know, when I was working at this place, this is how this happened. And this is how I registered this information. My bad. This is not about you. Get yeah. good at saying I apologize or forgive me, as our as our uh, dear friend Iyanla Van Zant says. You yeah. know, forgive me and forgive me for what? And so that shows the um, the level of self awareness that the people around you have. And if you are the type of person who is self aware to a fault, I say like sometimes <laughs> that self awareness can kick your fear me. Yeah. It really yeah. can because it's like. Oh, I know. Like I actively see myself sab self sabotaging, and how can I stop it? Yeah. And so, when it gets to that point where you have that level of self awareness, it is so very important for yeah. you to be intentional yes. about those people who show up in your life. Yeah, yeah. I don't play about the people in my life because it's impact and it's influence, and it doesn't necessarily mean that somebody is poking holes in your tire. But somebody's energy can definitely attempt to poke holes in your blessings. Yes, they can. Absolutely. You know, you don't need that. This is a journey and it's a long journey and it's hard enough. And the last thing you need is somebody that you're riding with to be very upset that you're even on your journey at all because of their own stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like at the end of the day, you just don't need that weighing your car down because that's extra, that's extra baggage in your trunk. Gas yeah. already high. Gas is already high. You want me what? You're you're packing this in your suitcase? No, we're good. You know, we're good. Because if you're not willing to unpack your suitcase yourself. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. Well, before we get out of here, I wanted to I want you to tell people about your book. Like, what's the book? Um where can we get it? Like, tell me all of that and then we'll end there. But yeah, I want to know about this book of yours. Okay. So I wrote a book entitled The Mirror of You. It is a guide to beginning your self-love journey where it covers everything from negative self-talk to goal setting to affirmations, um, self-sabotage, social media intake, those types of things. It is a very quick read. I call it a bathtub toilet read. <laughs> Come on. So um, it's an ebook, so it's not going to come to your house in hard copy form. Okay. Uh, it, it'll come to your phone, though. It'll come to your tablet. It'll come to your laptop. Come where, on. You know, where you do, their, do your reading throughout the day whenever you have a second. It is a very quick read, but it is a very immersive read as well. So okay. it's also accompanied with um, some workbook things as well. So it's got exercises after every chapter. Where yeah. you can work on the skill set that you just read about um, and apply it to your own life, right? Mm -hmm. And um, currently, it is only available on amberkennynetworks.com. Okay, so in the link. Grab it from there. Yeah. Awesome. Well, guys, first off, Amber, thank you for having this chat with me. I was very excited and like <laughs> just making sure it was going to be an experience and. I'm not disappointed. Um, thank you. 
Thank you for sharing your light. I appreciate everything that you do and how you show up and how you just show up as yourself authentically and the ripples that that's created in the world um, for myself and others um, effortlessly. Um, that's something to admire and value and appreciate. So thank you for having this conversation. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. And also thank you for experiencing with me. Like you're out here making some waves as well. Well, we do, right? It's just, it's, it's, it's just what, it's just what you do. And I think if life reminds you of anything, it's like what you're doing, there are other people out there doing it too. And you guys could just tackle it from all sides. And I can sharpen iron. That's what I know. Yes, ma'am. Well, I hope you have a good day, guys. Go check out Amber Kenny. I will be posting the link for her book. Um, and I'll just be posting her, her her social media so you could get familiar with her and just follow the content and just love on it. Um, and just take what you need and pass on the rest. Simple math. All right. But uh, Amber, thank you. Um, it's such a pleasure. My new sister. And uh Guys, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and take flight. <laughs>